Good morning, and welcome back to The Individual. This is the podcast to start out your day. My name's Charlie, and you can sit back, relax, just listen to this, or you can get your day started doing whatever you do in the mornings. So yesterday, I talked a lot about interviews, and today I want to keep talking about interviews really quick. Um, I just want to talk about the knowledge and kind of like the prep before you actually get to that interview room. Um, Yeah, and yesterday, my chat was mainly about things that I do to interview. So it's something that you have to incorporate or do. Again, you just like absorb and interpret for yourself. Take what you want. You don't need to agree with me. Um, But uh, it's just like my insight on what I do for interviews. I have a whole method. I don't know if you have a method, Um, but... That's what I do in my interview room. Before I get started on chatting about those interviews, I'm going to recap you on what happened yesterday with my little challenge that I have for myself. So yesterday, I did upload five pieces of content. We are killing it now. We are five days in. Is that right? And we've got four successes and one failure. That's a win in my books. Five to one. Um, we're gonna keep going. We have three more weeks ahead of us. We got this. Okay, so yesterday I uploaded this podcast. I did two tweets. I posted a tea time mug. I reposted one of my tweets onto Instagram, and that makes five. There we go. Um, I'm really enjoying these mugs, by the way. I'm enjoying these mugs. I got a little bit of encouragement the other day on Instagram, which I really enjoyed. Um, And that was really nice to have. Um, Yeah, I appreciated it. So maybe later today, give someone a little bit of encouragement when you don't think they need it, but it it really helps them. Um, Yeah. Okay. Into interviews. Let's talk about knowledge that you should have going into that interview room. Um, Make sure... That you know the company. And I don't mean just like know the company. I mean like know their goal. Know their brand. Know their vision. If they have a mission statement, try and get that memorized. And whenever they ask you a question of why do you want to work here? You can say something like, well, y'all's mission statement is looking them dead in the eyes. Blah, 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 blah. And they'll be like, wow, they actually know our mission statement. Um, Clearly, they've done their research. They want to work for us. Um, yeah, make sure you know that. Make sure you know the size of the company. Um, how big is that company? How many employees do they have? Who are the CEOs? Who are in the high ranks at that company? Know their competitors. Um, and it's always really helpful if whenever you ask them a question that it involves some of these pieces of knowledge. So, for example, like competitors, um, I interviewed with Estee Lauder a little while ago. I just finished an internship with them. It was bunches of fun. Um, But what I said was that, oh, one of your competitors, L'Oreal, is releasing a new um, product line that is totally sustainable with sustainable packaging and it's all biodegradable. What are you doing to compete with your competitors that are doing things like this? And that kind of like took them off guard. They weren't really ready for that question, but it helps if you recognize that you know their competitors you know their target audience and that shows you're just ready to be integrated into this company 
Um, another thing, be honest in your interview room. Never try and lie, never try and make up something, but be completely honest. Take notes. Um, it helps if, if they're giving you information or if they're asking you really insightful questions or something like that. If it's a portfolio review, make sure you're taking notes. Pen and pencil and paper are probably the best way to take notes when people see technology they instantly assume you're doing something else because they can't see your screen when they can see something in front of you and you're writing on it it gives them a clear idea of what you're doing in that moment so make sure that it's a pen and paper or a pen or a pencil and paper another thing is you know the trends that are happening in that industry so for example, Estee Lauder, um, their trends that are happening right now happen to be, well, it's, a lot of things are happening with COVID. So what exactly is happening with COVID? Um, trends that are happening now, it's less um, lipstick kind of things and more face care because now masks are covering your lips. So now it's less lipstick and now it's more like eye care or it's more like makeup um, and those kind of brand specifications are increasing with showing that you understand their consumer their target audience try and convey that through your portfolio through your process book all of those little things will help you convey that you know their target audience so if i'm applying to estee lauder I wouldn't have a bunch of sports equipments in there because that doesn't relate to their target audience. I'd have more beauty, fragrance bottles, packaging. I would have VM fixtures. Um, I would have store designs. Um, make sure you know their target audience. Make sure you know what they do um, so they are able to compete with other people who are applying for that interview. So that means you may have to have multiple process books for different kinds of competitors. Um, for different kinds of companies so make sure you cater your portfolio for those companies that you really want to be interviewing with big brands will typically ask you why you want to work at that company what role you're looking for um, how you, you can be successful in those kind of roles um, so make sure you have that prepared for example with Estee Lauder they asked me why I want to work at Estee Lauder. Well, the why was I want to work at this company because it's not only represents luxury, it not only represents quality, but it also has taken an action in this rising sustainability movement. So by saying that, I recognize um, the trends that are happening in society. I recognize the things that I have knowledge in, and I also recognize that their brand um, it aligns with what I want to do. So... Um, that would be a full answer. It targets each part of what I want, of what I think would be a good way to clearly state that you like their brand, that you understand their brand, um, that it's something that you want to be doing. For the role that you're looking for, make sure you have that prepared. So for Estee Lauder, I actually wanted to work as package design at first, and they actually put me in the visual merchandising department. So when you say your role it doesn't mean you're going to guarantee that role but it means you've done your research you know which roles are available for you um, which is honestly the best thing you can do is to be able to research what kind of jobs are being offered and then how you can be successful in that role what 
skills do you have to be successful in that role? What knowledge do you have to be successful in that role? Um, What experience? You know, let them know that this is the role for you and your why. The why is really important. Make sure you understand your why, why you want to do something, what drives you to do that thing. Another thing is, and this is a weird thing, a weird thing I didn't even think of it, um, but a professor here at SCAD who was preparing me for interviews actually let me know that this is actually kind of important and it's really helpful. So your dress, like how you dress up for the interview um, is also really important. So not only does it need to be like nice or classy or whatever, but it it needs to follow that brand. And it's really interesting because, um, for example, Tom Ford Beauty, Tom Ford is um, a luxury beauty brand. They typically do more fragrance, um, but they're under Estee Lauder companies. So for Tom Ford specifically, they dress up. They typically wear like suits. They wear nice black shirts, button downs, nice pants. They're very classy. Um, So if you want to work at Tom Ford, you should be dressing like an employee at Tom Ford. Whereas something like Mac, they wear all black. So you would wear all black um, to kind of recognize that you're already dressing like that brand and they could kind of see you in that brand because you're dressing like that brand already. Um, If you're interviewing for a company that's a little bit more edgy, that's a little bit more aggressive, then keep that uh, formal dress, but you know, edge it up a little bit. Maybe you don't come in a suit jacket. Maybe you roll up your sleeves a little bit, unbutton um, your top button, and you come looking a little classy. If you have tattoos, show those off. It's going to show that you're a little bit more edgy on the edgy side. So it kind of fits you into their brand, into their culture. Um, and they're able to easily recognize that you are a part of their culture, even if you really aren't. But you can kind of cater the visuals to appeal to that. So in, in summary, basically, just make sure you research the company. Make sure you understand the company. Who are they? what kind of employees work there, their dress, um, their competitors, what are they looking for, things like that. In addition, if you can, try and figure out who you're going to be interviewing with um, because that's really important. So I interviewed with two people, um, but I made sure I knew the people going into that interview. So one person was a marketing person. They're both HR uh, talent acquisitioners, but I had two different ones. I had a marketing and I also had a creative. So I interviewed with the creative kind of person. Um, now they both are kind of looking for different things in a person. So the marketing person, they're going to want less of my creative side. They're going to want more of like my technology, my, um, appliable skills, I guess. So more software. So I know Adobe After Effects, Keyshot, Rhino, SolidWorks, all these other different kind of programs. So marketing really into the programming side, because that's kind of what they do. They do more um, analytics based kind of things, or at least at the Estee Lauder companies, it's more analytics based. 
Um, whereas the creative is looking more of how you're thinking. Um, so are you open-minded? Uh, are you making changes? Are you running into obstacles and making quick changes to fix those obstacles? Things like that. So make sure you know who you're interviewing with. It's okay to stalk them a little bit on Instagram, on LinkedIn. We have so much technology. We're always connected. Um, you can find anything out about anyone. So make sure you know who you're interviewing with because that's really going to help you whenever you're in that interview room, especially if you're able to subtly bring up a topic that they're into. It sounds a little creepy, but if if someone is into um, biking, for instance, I don't really know how to ride a bike, but um, if they're into biking, then you can kind of subtly bring up, oh yeah, um, I like to ride bikes um, in the streets sometimes. That's kind of like my afternoon activity. That's what I like to do in the evenings. It kind of just ends my day. Um, And then they're like, oh my goodness, I love riding bikes. And that kind of makes a connection with them. And so they... um, will like you more because they're able to connect with you more they have a common with you so that makes people more willing to like you so try and stalk them a little bit try and find out what they like to do what they do in their free time Um, if not i always just ask them what they do in a really subtle way Um, I, i tend to focus more on them on who they are try and get to know them and I have it be less of an actual interview and more of a get to know you kind of thing just because they get interviews every day all day that's all they do so they're always talking about work so I figure if they're always talking about work how can I set myself apart without setting my work apart Um, I can just kind of relate my work to my interests to what I like to do so For instance, I have this swimming resistance parachute that I did last quarter. Um, It was really cool. And I actually was able to bring that up and say something like, oh yeah, this is a swimming resistance parachute that I did. I love fitness. It's part of my lifestyle. I wake up at 5 a.m. and I go to the gym at 6. Um, It's who I am. It's what I like to do. And that kind of like starts a little thing. They're like, wow, you're crazy. Or oh my goodness, I love working out, I love going on runs, um, and I was like, oh my goodness, have you ever done a triathlon, and that can start a whole new topic, so I like to get to know the person, and then from there, I control the interview, and I bring up my resume, etc., go ahead and listen to the last podcast if you want to hear what you want to do in an interview room to really kill that interview, and finally, the last thing you need to know, how to kill an internship, is to make sure you have three questions prepared. Three questions. Make sure you don't ask about money, about work specifically, kind of more on the side of money, of um, when are my paychecks coming in, how much am I getting paid, things like that. Um, Don't really give them a reason to judge you, that you need the money if you're going to work there, you need to seem like you're more interested in the brand and the community and the people. Um, cause that's really what most, well, pretty much all brands are going to want. They're going to want to know that you're going to integrate into the family, into the, the community that they have there and make sure that it's interesting, that it's a unique question to you based on your strengths, based on your interests. 
um, because that's really going to set you apart. So these three questions, I always like to ask one about the individual, something like, do you see yourself working there for the next 20 years? Or how long do you see yourself working at this company? Because that not only gives me insight as to whether or not they enjoy the company, but it also gives me insight as to how long people are actually staying at that company, which means like, are they getting promotions? Are they actually excelling in that career opportunity? And it really makes them think about like, oh, am I actually going to spend the next year here? Or am I going to stay here for the next five years? And then they also have to recognize that, oh, they want you. How can they get you onto their team without sounding like they're not enjoying their time? kind of thing so they have to think about it really hard if they say too long then um for me for instance i don't want to stay at a company for too long i get bored kind of quickly so i wouldn't want to stay there super long but i also want to wouldn't want to stay there like a year or two years i want to stay there for like maybe five years uh three to five years i feel like is a good time at a company um yeah unless it unless i really enjoy it unless it's like this is where i want to be then yeah, I'll, I'll stay there for a while. I don't mind. So that's typically my favorite question. I always ask that one. Um, how long do you see yourself working at this company? Um, another one that I ask has to relate to sustainability because that's one of my interests. That's something that I'm really knowledgeable in. Um, like I was saying, it's kind of like uh, it, that one I use a lot to target to help them understand that I know their target audience. So things like how are your creative directors attacking the sustainability packaging movement, things like that, where it kind of lets me know that other people are already tackling this trend that's happening in society, and I want to know how they are actually competing with these other brands. So it lets me know that I'm aware of their competitors, I'm aware of the trends that are happening, and I want insight as to how they can, how they are competing with those Kind of brands and finally um i ask a very general kind of question or i mean this is just like how i do it you don't actually have to do it this way i just like to ask one person one personal one very specific to my interests and then one um kind of more general so things like uh how can estee lauder where's the opportunity in Estee Lauder in the design perspective? So, for example, an answer that they could give me would be, oh, well, um, from a design perspective, we are doing this, this, this to keep up with the trends, etc., etc. And that kind of is more of a personal question. So it's more like, how can I stay up to date with the trends, even if I don't get the sendership? Um, it, it's more like I'm looking for knowledge. I'm still looking for knowledge, um, even if I don't get this internship. And I want to understand how I can be better. So those are kind of the big ideas behind my questions or what I'm really trying to get at when I ask those kind of questions. Um, but make sure you have three of them, three of questions. Again, it doesn't need to be the one interest one personal one general it it can be however you want to do you can ask three personal uh two design whatever you know um it can be whatever you want but make sure you have three of them they'll always ask you at the end of an interview do you have any questions
And always, yes, I have three questions. And give them a second to digest that because three questions and being that prepared so quickly is kind of um, a little off-putting. So make sure you give them a little bit of time to, to gather themselves before you ask those questions. Yes, I have three questions. My first question is blank. And then you can go into it. Um, or they'll probably, you can make it sound more natural. They'll probably say like, oh, great, awesome, go ahead. My first question is, you know, uh, feel out your, your interview. A lot of it is more listening, you're watching for what they're doing. Are they responding well to what you're saying? Um, if not, change what you're saying. Um, change it to work with them and who they are. Um, if you want to hear insight as to how you can use your words to accommodate them um, and their learning style, you can listen to my last podcast, Interviews Part 1, and I kind of talk about how you can analyze people's visual, auditory, kinesthetic, and how you can use words to make them um, um, feel more comfortable or help them to understand things that um, would be a little bit more difficult for them to understand. Um, by using keywords, for example, visuals would be look or see or visualize, things like that. And that's pretty much it. So now, um, if you're graduating soon, if you're looking for jobs, things like that, I'm a senior now, so I'll be looking for jobs soon. I can't wait. I love interviewing. I love interviewing. I think it's so much fun. Um, I don't know if you feel the same, but it's kind of one of the favorite things I like to do is just interviewing because it gives me a chance to talk about my project, something that I'm really passionate about. It gives me a chance to talk to other people, which I love to do, and I really enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. So um, I enjoy the whole process of getting a job as frustrating and as time consuming and as long as it seems I love it. I love it to death. I enjoy it. All right. So now that you have all the knowledge to go and kill an internship, go and kill an internship, go and kill a job, get those jobs, um, kill that interview. Um, You got this. You got this. I'm confident in you. You can do this. It is all about the individual. What do you want to do and how can you convey your brand in the best way possible in an interview um, and get that across to the other brand and that's all I'm really trying to tell you is what is the best way and how can you effectively um, emphasize your brand to a company that you're interviewing for Um, because that's really the goal is to really kind of display yourself put you on a pedestal um, and I'm giving you I'm trying to give you all the tools that you can to really put yourself on that pedestal to make yourself the best appealing kind of person um, and really portray your brand the best way possible. All right. Well, that is it. Um, And today, go out, be happy. Want some encouragement today? If you need encouragement, I'll be happy to give you encouragement. Send me a message and I would love to give you encouragement. Very energetic, very positive kind of person. That's who I am. That is my brand. So... Um, if you need encouragement, feel free to just message me be like, Hey, how are you doing? And I will immediately give you the encouragement that you need. I'm great. I hope you have a great day. Um, yeah. So if you need that encouragement, don't be afraid to ask for it. 
and it's the weekend so i hope you have a great day today um it is saturday so do nothing today uh, if that's what makes you happy if not do something to make you happy watch a movie go on a walk do do something for you today the individual is always important um have a great day